welcome to Mono Rants at the Movies, a podcast where we rant about films you may have seen at house parties. I'm one of your hosts in Jack of All Trades Mono, and promising she'll never die just so she can sleep with me is my co-host and master of none, Kara. It's a good strategy. <laughs> it is a good strategy. It works for him, anyway. Oh, yeah, his little eyes lit up. <laughs> and the way he delivers it. I, I promise. promise you. <laughs> I will never die. That's right. Today, we are talking Team America World Police. In Puppets! A, in another accidental anniversary episode. Because this is 20 years old. Everything's 20 years old. Well, lots of things are 20 years old, yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, but a couple of weeks ago we did Blazing Shadows and that was 50 years old. Yeah. And we didn't realise when we sat down to record that. And this was the same. It was like, let's do Team America. I was a little bit worried it might not hold up because I've watched this film loads, but I haven't watched it in a while. But not holds up pretty damn good. Yeah, there's nothing overtly problematic with, especially because it was 2004 and things are acceptable humour-wise that are not acceptable now. Yeah, and for it being from who it's from, being the two lads from South Park, yeah. especially when you go back to some of the early seasons of South Park, it can be hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, and even I love that. it. I love the early seasons, but every now and again you'd be watching one episode in particular and go, Ugh. Yeah, but with one exception, this holds up fairly, fairly well. Yeah. Most of it's, the comedy is still It's still lands. hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's still fucking brilliant, but mostly because of the puppet visuals. Yeah. <laughs> like, Everything about it is is so stupid. Like, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh yeah, deadly, because the lads from South Park. But when I actually, I saw this in the cinema, but when I actually went to see it, I was it was way funnier than anything I was expecting. I, like, I grew up, my dad is English, and like, Stingray, Thunderbirds, all of that, like... Yeah, uh, you mentioned that last week. Captain Scarlet and Mysterions. I grew up watching all of that. So I was just like, yay, puppets. Yes. Uh, what is it? Super Marionation? Yeah. Or so, su- Super Crappy Mation, as Trey <laughs> called it. Yeah, they're third scale models. So they actually are quite big. But well, actually, and with that, I will say that the, the sets are way more impressive than they kind of have any right to be in this <laughs> They as well. put so much into the sets. Oh, they're, they did. Like, they're we, really, we, really fun. If, again, if you're like that way inclined and like special features, the special edition for this has some great special features on building It's broken the down and the really nicely because even talking, they have an interview with the costume designer on it who was saying like, even though everything's in miniature... Mm. And they were searching out for fabrics that had tiny detailing on it. And, like, they had to craft tiny buttons and this, that, and the other. Yeah. And they were doing, like, a lot of stuff, like, under a microscope. Because at the end of the day, it was going to be blown up onto a cinema screen. So it still had to look, still had to as, look as good as, as any normal yeah. cinema costuming, only the third scale. Yeah. <laughs> but before we talk about all the things that we love about this film, shall we go for a quick summary? Yeah. When the self-appointed world police learn of a global terrorist threat... They must recruit the world's greatest actor to go undercover with the terrorists. But will Gary be able to live up to Team America's expectations? Or will he and the team fall before the real terrorist mastermind, Kim Jong-il? Yeah, back when he was like the novelty world leader. Everyone well, was I mean, like, he's dead now. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like, remember for a while, it was like, who was the mad dictator of the week? Um, he See, it's... There was a lot of access to North Korea around the time and all these well, pictures yeah. started coming out and lots all this footage started coming out of like the mad military parades and stuff but like he's that. But he's got that eccentric dictator Oh, yeah, yeah. Him. He's like up there with Ceausescu who like had his face on all the yogurt pot lids. Oh, that's not just Ceausescu. That's your man from... Gorban Gouli. Your man from Turkmenistan. Yeah. But he always absolutely He banned ballet as well. Yeah, he's absolutely got that energy and I think that's why there was such a fascination with him because he did things like kidnap directors and force them to make films and 
made a whole lot of films himself and forced people to watch them and say how great they were. And, and that sort he of was shit. just a bit mad as well. Oh, like, yeah, and he still was the... very much the indulgent ruler where they were like, just do it. Like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, camels. Opulence and, and extravagance were very much and his like, calling cards. disconnected from everything else. And it makes it, he makes such a wonderful parody because it was so much there to parody. Oh, yeah. I mean, and the, the Kim Jong-il that we get in this is fucking brilliant. Like, it did... <laughs> Because everything, like, even, like, he lives in all this mad excess and wealth, like, in the palace. But he did dress very, like, Unitarian in the little grey kind of jumpsuits, almost. Yeah, yeah. And his little costume in this is so funny. He's so funny with his little pot belly and his hands behind his back. And then the massive glasses that are, like, remember that snooker player from the 80s? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who had the massive, massive glasses? It's it's just where, when he starts speaking English. Oh when god! The whole yeah. bit with the translator, and then he shoots him in the head, and oh, the hands blicks. The the whole yeah, the whole hands blicks <laughs> thing, and obviously the, his his two musical numbers, the one. I'm so wrong, right? Yeah, and then the, the credit one about Planet Giron or whatever. Yeah, oh, but, you're, you're worth this Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one of the few, I mean, I suppose it is a musical. It's a musical. Um, and one of the very, very few musicals that I really, really enjoy. So the guys like Trey Parker and Matt Stone are so good at, at making musicals. Like, it's actually, like, scary how good they are at incorporating songs into it. Like, they did it really, really well in South Park, even from the well, I mean, early they got a, episodes. They got then an Oscar movie, nomination for the movie, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, the movie's Canada. fantastic. I adore Bigger, Longer and Uncut. It, oh, yeah. Just, it, still to this day, I'll, like, sing songs from it and sing songs from this. Oh, yeah. They, they, apart from them being hilarious songs, they're all, also... Oh, like, and the Brian Boitano one as well. <laughs> yeah, that's from Bigger, Longer and Uncut as well. Yeah. The Brian Boitano one. Uh, great song. But <laughs> this, this, with the exception of the montage song, these are all new ones written for the film. Yeah, no, but the montage song is... is oh, it's a classic. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a classic. But, uh, yeah, no, it, uh, it, I don't think I need it to be a comedy for me to enjoy musicals, but... Um, it definitely helps <laughs> especially when they're ridiculous oh yeah and it, it is ridiculous from start to finish from the dialogue to the puppet visuals to the concept overall <laughs> it's as good as any of their other satires though because it's such a send up of, of big action films as well like, yeah like they were saying they did actually gain an admiration for Jerry Bruckheimer during this because action movies are hard to write <laughs> Well, like the way he to, does them yeah, like, and how to shoot them yeah but like they tried to get like all the cliches in there like the stopping to have the big emotional conversations in the middle of an action <laughs> sequence and they do they do it so well from like the following the kind of typical action well team action movie trope where it's like a bit of action at the start and then recruit the new guy who's kind of an everyman average Joe who has one special skill who gets brought into this team. Yeah, he's and an then, actor. Yeah, that's his his special Your skill. Acting, his acting, acting talent. talent. But yeah, then you get brought into the team and you have some measure of success and then for some reason the team falls apart and then triumph at the end. And it's, <laughs> it is, it's the team movie. And even the characters as well are so... Oh no, Sarah... Sarah the psychic. <laughs> She's, She's so, so shit. <laughs> but even that, even that is just an, it's an extension of her because her action Sarah like movie stereotypy character is the she's the bitchy sensitive girl. well she's the sensitive girl as well like yeah and they just extend that to making her like an empath slash psychic yeah she's supposed so to be funny. a psychic from UC or from Berkeley's like school uh, of the, school of clairvoyancy yeah. or something I think but yeah she's great I sense he's, he's that a, you're feeling anxious 
And who was it, the NFL or the he was the University of Nebraska quarterback? Oh yeah, and Joe, a born leader. Yeah, Joe, but not the leader of the group for no. some reason. <laughs> Joe is just that, you know. He's the in those those like team films. He's the the yeah. character who's like quite welcoming to the new yeah. guy, and he's like Ace in Starship Troopers last week. Yeah, you know what I mean? All kind country of country boy. Yeah, I, but I'll, I'll help you out and be your new friend. And then obviously you've got the love interest character in Lisa, who's the beautiful, smart, capable action With the hair character. Flicks. Oh, that, I had to start. Yeah. Hey, hey terrorist! Terrorize this. And then the hair swish. And then, uh, then Chris as your tough guy character stereotype. Oh yeah, he smokes and he's got bleach tips. Yeah, and his uh, his constant, his, some of his insults are just so fucking hilarious. <laughs> some of them are stupid. And he never really trusts Gary. No, and that's yeah, he's that you know kind of secondary antagonist in the story who's like yeah doesn't trust the, the new guy. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I love all the characters are so tropey and some of the dialogue for them is just Baxter. terrible. <laughs> Baxter, the chauffeur, who's clearly what? a female puppet in a, in a mustache. Sexy Baxter. Sexy Baxter. It's not right. <laughs> it's, it's Because the first time you see it, you're like, what? <laughs> What's going on? And, <laughs> and then when she's making the cocktails for everybody, you're like, no, that's definitely a girl. <laughs> it's, it's the thing that they do as well. Like there's, it's like when we were talking about Blazing Saddles, there's so many Kind of, you've got your visual gags. Yeah. You've got your, you know, obvious written gags. And then you have your ones that just go unexplained, which I always appreciate. Like, yeah, like Baxter just being a sexy girl with a mustache. <laughs> the fact that none of them can walk across the room straight. Oh, the walking in. This gets me every single... I love the, the kung fu fighting scenes at the start. The and then very the first end. one yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. It's, it, they do it later on in South Park with the WikiLeaks. The rat fight. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. fucking brilliant. I love it. I love that um, sort of, like, fake out. And there are, there's a couple of great, like, fake out gags in this. The, there's that of setting up a big fight scene and yeah. then that happens. Spotswood being like, you're Gary not trusting Spotswood and being like, no, you just want me to get in the car and suck your dick. And Spotswood being like, no, no, I don't want you to perform oral sex on me. And then as soon as he gets him in the car, perform oral sex on me. Yeah. <laughs> or the door. The chair. Spotswood's little chair thing. Why uh, Why do all these people have chairs that seem oh. to have their own, like, fucking mind? Well, again, that's, Just the way it starts zooming around that's erratically. One of, one of my favourite running gags in this is the chair <laughs> and then the 9-11 times 100, the 1,000, the 23,000, I don't even know what that is. Nobody, Nobody does. does. It does. I just I, no. I was. I was a little bit worried going into it, but all nearly all of the comedy still lands. In the, fairness, most of Kim Young Il's lines are you were used by both you and me frequently in work. I I mean, uh, more in particular, than any, why is everybody so fucking stupid? Yeah, uh, and Jesus Christ, open your fucking ears. Yes, <laughs> more than any other film. Yeah, I quote those two lines <laughs> a lot. Definitely. Why is everybody so fucking stupid? Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, it, it and again, used in all contexts. Again, King jo- uh, Kim Jong Il is just <laughs> he's so done with everybody, and he really is. Like I've been like working uh, on this for ten years, and you lot are not gonna fuck it up on me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what like just the idea of having him as the head of the the world terrorist organization yeah. thing and and then obviously where they go with them at the very end is just ridiculous and silly but it's equally fun but yeah just the whole Kim Jong Il as the bad guy is fine and everybody it. else being kind of useless what on on his side like the Chechnyans are like well we blew up the Panama Canal because we were mad about what happened in, in Cairo, Cairo yeah <laughs> he's like for fuck's sake 
All, all the monument destroyed is brilliant as well. Every <laughs> well, time. they're saying they blew up pretty much every set. Mm. They built it, they blew it up. And there were some of them that were built explicitly to be, be blown, blown up, up. for uh, Kim Jong-il's like, this is what will happen, yeah. flash forward type thing. Yeah, where it's like London and the Taj Mahal and Hollywood. And yeah. But just at the start, you know, when they, they go to France and, and they, they blow, blow the, the Eiffel Tower and they, they go to Cairo and they're in the pyramids, the Sphinx and the temples. And it's just... <laughs> I like the fact as well that they were like, oh, well, the American view of the rest of the world. Like, so in Paris, everything's in the same location. Like, the oh, yeah, all the, yeah all, all the like big landmarks are all crammed together. together it's most obvious in Paris yeah but they do it in Cairo as well yeah because you have the pyramids and then the Abu Simal yeah. monuments which are on the other side yeah of they're the not pyramid. anywhere near and anywhere. This, yeah, well, the, the Sphinx, Sphinx is near there. the pyramids but yeah and, and how that like that stereotypical look of it where it's all like desert and like Panama all the trees are cannabis <laughs> Yeah, but or even the whole you know however many kilometers west of America yeah, and then however many kilometers south of the real America. <laughs> we're in it's just uh, yeah, I mean yeah again I briefly mentioned the whole satire of it, but yeah, it like Team America is just American foreign foreign policy. Like uh, yeah, they they don't really pull any of their punches with it, and then when they start having a go at the actors, which is it's one of the things that doesn't hold up is just the Film Actors Guild FAG joke. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, they had their whole episode about using that word uh, with the bikers and stuff in South Park and nah, it still does Especially at the end when Alec Baldwin is giving a speech and he's like, you know, one day you're going to yeah. look at us and You can like, kind of, day. in this, you can kind yeah. of dismiss it because it's not a huge part of it. Like, it's not... No, and, and that's the thing, is I love the gag, the overall gag behind it of actors telling people how to run the world. But, but it's it, something that they've always picked on, is actors telling other people what to do. Yeah, and, and it is... It's not a new thing either, like, you know what I mean? And you see that in the, the range of actors that they kind of include. They have people like Sean Penn and Tim Robbins and stuff like that. Yeah. And then they also have, like, Liv Tyler and, and Matt Damon. <laughs> they have George Clooney, but that would be, they would be, like, an insult to George not to include Oh, him. yeah, well, George loves them. I George probably the would have been like, I will do whatever you want, put me out, like... Um, but, yeah, the whole Matt Damon Matt thing. Damon, the, the puppet looked a little bit kind of... Special. Yeah. So, so they, they just, just were like, let's just do this thing. And I always, I always kind of, I didn't know that for ages, but I always took it as that. I was like, everybody else, they really kind of ripped the piss out of them. Yeah. Like the except ones. for Matt Damon. But yeah, and I was like, I think oh, it's just, especially because they go so hard on Ben Affleck. Oh, they always go hard on Ben Affleck. <laughs> I like tacos and burritos. But yeah, no, I, I always took it as just Matt Damon's just such a nice guy. Yeah. And they they had nothing bad to say about him. So they were like, let's just make him a dope. No, and, like, they, they were going to make him like really intelligent and articulate. I think they were going to make him like the end. And they, nice they saw the sculpture and were like, no. <laughs> but it works so well. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it just Tim Robbins in this is just unhinged. When Tim Robbins and Martin Sheen are guards, 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 guards. Yeah, it's actually a really quotable film. <laughs> but I also like the fact that they use like instead of casting him to the sharks, they throw him into with a catfish. Well, oh, yeah, I, scale and release the panthers. The, yeah, I love all that stuff of when they use real world objects. It's mostly just the, the yeah hand flicks and then the panthers later yeah. on. But the panthers crack me up like nothing else in the cinema. <laughs> died laughing it's just these two black cats these two black cats yeah they they just stuffed the puppets full of meat (laughs) 
they stuffed a lot of puppets full of meat before they blew them up as well so that they'd be extra splatty and I think that those those moments work even better when they do draw you to the fact that I mean obviously you know the whole time that you're watching a film with puppets yeah but they try not to draw it out in the open too much there's a couple of times there's one and obviously the puppet sex scene which I'll talk about <laughs> is another one but those those scenes work so well when you're like oh yeah it's puppets because they play the rest of it so straight and yeah. so like a genuine American action movie that those moments where Who they are like gets kicked out over the balcony and splats on the ground uh, Susan Sarandon <laughs> Well, yeah, Susan Sarandon splatting into a big old pile of meat <laughs> and Michael Moore exploding into a big pile of, meat. Pile of ham yeah. as the socialist weasel. <laughs> but that was done on purpose because oh, yeah. had... There's an animated section in Bowling for Columbine and I think and you put it like directly after yeah, Trey Parker's Yeah, the illusion that they had... Animated it, which they hadn't. And, and yeah. yeah, pissed them off quite a bit. And yeah, they, you can tell who they like and who they don't like yeah. in this film. <laughs> Because yeah, so like they're the actors, really fond of George Clooney, they still kick his head in half. Yeah, but even that, he doesn't <laughs> say anything expressly or really obviously stupid. No. You know what I mean? Uh, and who is what Susan Sarandon's line before she gets shot and kicked off the balcony? When she, they're like, "You oh, should no. die a peasant's death." <laughs> your act, your powers are grow, are fading with age. Uh, some of the lines are just She's so pure. Acting. No, I think my favorite like action line uh, of all is when Spotswood. Like, it's like, welcome to the team, Gary, you renegade maverick. <laughs> the computer being called intelligence. Uh, just the, uh, the no, voice. No, that's bad intelligence. Very bad intelligence. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, intelligence cracks me up as well. And again, it's it's that very, like, 1960s man from uncle. Yeah, the, the super computer. Super computer, yeah. And obviously all their vehicles with their foul morphinizing. Oh, yeah, that's very Thunderbirds 1 and 2 and 3. And I used to have the toys of them. Yeah. And Thunderbird 5 was the little yellow submersible that used to be stored in Thunderbird 3, which was the big roundy ovally one. Thunderbird 1 was the rocket. I thought that was 2. I remember there it's being... Two, a, oh, oh, yeah, no, there was one that's like a rocket rocket. And like a, the big like an Apollo. Thing. The, yeah. yeah, the yeah, bulbousy yeah, ship thing used to drop the container. And, like, different ones could deploy out of the container. And what was the... There was... I can't remember what. The car. I think that was three. Oh, maybe that's Baxter. Because didn't... what she? Penelope? Yeah, Lady didn't Penelope. She, didn't she her, have, like, a, a... Her jolly old-faced chauffeur who's, yeah. like, eyes... So maybe that was it. They were like, Spotswood should have a female chauffeur, but we'll keep the moustache. <laughs> he didn't have a moustache. No, but, but just yeah. for the sake of the, getting the gag. Like. <laughs> Because her limo did mad shit as well, but that wasn't three. That her limo was its own thing. Was that not a numbered thing? No, that was oh. that was her own personal. Oh right, yeah. have, but doesn't that have like guns and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she's badass. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I, <laughs> all, all the weapons that come out on the jeep. And yeah, she's not. A, she's not a Tracy. I don't know what kind of exactly what her connection is. Tracy. It's Tracy Island. I never watched Thunderbird. Oh, right. I mean, like, episodes here and there. They're all related. But, like, oh, right, okay. Yeah, they're, like, sons or brothers, and and the dad is, like, the captain. Oh, all right, I did not know that. And they're defenders of the world. Much like this, where they're just, like, they're basically vigilantes. Yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The being based out of Mount Rushmore is just fucking brilliant. Yeah, well, you have Tracy (laughs) Island and Thunderbird, so they have their own island where, like, the runway, all the palm trees used to fold down. 
Yeah, yeah. But it's on this, you have like the mouth opening and the head opens and the face opening. And if yeah. they all tried to take off at the same time, they'd crash into each other. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Because two of the faces face each other, sort of. Where? How do they launch the sub from there? I think they have like an underwater one. Oh, they have a lake or something. They well, I suppose there is a waterfall in yeah. their face. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how did he get there? Because they're all like, let's go. And the helicopter's like in the lead. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I love the little battle at the, well not at the end, but the before they all get like taken captive and they all get shot down when they're fighting the terrorists and the North Oh, and they're Koreans. still all arguing and they, Well, that's other. it, yeah, they're all arguing as they're just mowing down opponent <laughs> planes and stuff. It's like watching Fleetwood Mac perform. <laughs> but yeah, that's probably a good analogy. I value your friendship. Oh, I can't, just some of the lines are just pure American cheese and I love it like they're, when he's like didn't you realise Joe's in love with you whilst blowing the shit out of a submarine it's like why is he smoking in a submarine uh, he's just that badass yeah don't you know those things will kill you well yeah they have a cutscene of him being like yeah don't you know those cigarettes will kill you he's like oh they, they could just save your life yeah which they kind of do later yeah, on with Tim Robbins. with Tim Robbins yeah um, which is hilarious just watching a marionette burn again that's another one of those the he just set the love. marionette on fire no um, like the, the fake out gags they, they do a lot in this movie of where they'll extend the gag just past where you think it's finished and it makes it funnier again like Tim Robbins screaming as he's on fire and then he falls to the ground <laughs> and then goes and then lifts his head back up for one last <laughs> <laughs> it's like Gary Bob- yeah Gary Robbins just goes the bar. Oh. And that has one of my favourite lines and slash favourite line deliveries. You're one shouting out of the window. You're one shouting out the window. Get out of the street. (laughs) Get out of the street, you fucking bum. You You gave gave up on life, life. didn't you? And then, yeah, just the vomiting that just goes on and on and on. It's fucking great. That is puking your ring up. Uh, Yeah, if if you've ever heard the phrase puking your ring up and weren't sure what it meant, that pretty much covers it. Yeah, especially if you end up lying on the bathroom floor crying. Yeah, You've just got to lie there for about 10, 15 minutes, gather yourself again. So the puppet sex. (laughs) Yeah, it's awkward, it's uncomfortable, it's also hilarious. It is. Oh, I mean, no, it, it, I, I don't know. You think it's going to, the way they frame it, it starts off being kind of tasteful. Well, yeah. Like, it's the atypical, like, sex scene footage, like, the, the tangled sheets, the, the entwined feet. Yeah, and then, like, like a hand running down a chest, and then it just cuts to real sloppy looking puppet missionary, and it just, and then it just degrades. Oh, they did brilliant. leave out there's one in the deleted scenes I think it's the only one they cut out I think yeah, yeah where they had they a, a drill attachment and they yeah mounted her on it and have her spin around which <laughs> is hilarious but yeah, apparently that's one of the only things that they did have to cut was that scene they had made like nine or ten yeah. different cuts every now and again it. though you know that they've put stuff in that'll get cut out so that other things will be left behind like, well that's what they said they well kind of well known tactic in a lot of filmmakers they put that in stick in as a distraction almost yeah. to, to distract away and from other it'll things. it'll be like a throwaway that they don't mind cutting out but it means that they'll have snuck something else in. They did a lot of it in Bigger, Longer and Uncut. In fact, the yeah. name was one of them. Yeah, they, they thought that would they get that pulled was, Well, no, they, they had whatever the original name was. I can't remember what it was. It was like South Park is going to hell or something like that. And there you're was going like, to hell. It was just like you're not allowed to use hell in the title of yeah. films. We don't like that. So they were like, okay. And they sent this back as a joke 
So in fact, bigger, longer, and cut, thinking, oh, they're not going to let a dick joke get through if they wouldn't let hell the word get through. And yeah, no, that's that got approved. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, mind the, you, if they get through all the Satan and Satan and Saddam. Yeah. And I think that's another reason why Kim Jong Il is so fun here because they had already had so much fun with, with Saddam. Saddam. Who said, "Remember, I used to have the bobbleheads of them oh, that yeah, said, had- I love you, Satan, and I love you, Saddam.'" Um, except. It wasn't Satan, Saddam's voice. Yeah, it wasn't it Saddam. Wasn't, it was it wasn't Greg, the, the boyfriend. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Like, yeah, yeah. No, it just uh, I, I, really, really still love this film. I have to say, like, there's, there's just, and I really appreciated the visual aspects of it this time around. Having, I think, what because we watched the special features, it just reminded me of the amount of effort that they put in. Yeah, and uh, like this was greenlit because they thought it would be cheaper to make. The, the production studio were like oh yeah puppets that won't be expensive that'll be cheaper than using real actors no. no everything had to be modelled and built on one third scale and the two lads have said they will never make a sequel no, to this they, it was it was long but I've heard but, that as well like at least this would have been quicker than stop motion oh I'd say it would be a yeah. lot quicker than well, stop I mean, maybe, motion well I maybe I don't know maybe the, the pre-production and stuff is well yeah you would have still certainly had the all filming the, would have been a yeah. lot quicker than with stop motion Speaking of though, that opening scene, the puppet fake out oh, with, with the, the marionette holding the marionette. <laughs> and that was apparently what the first footage that the studio execs saw. And um, one of them was not very happy yeah, at all. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, if they wanted a cheap film, that would have given them a cheap film. No, but, yeah. but even the detail in the Paris scene, like the fucking road is paved with croissants. Yeah, but just even just when, when they pull out and you see everything that they've done, it's not... The, it's a big model it is a big model because like, you get the the flyovers mm-hmm. the fly, and you can but see even just the scale of it the amount of, of like the various puppets that they've put in because from yeah what, there's a lot me, in there correct me if I'm wrong but from what I remember of your Captain Scarlet's and your Thunderbirds and stuff it was only ever really the main characters and maybe one or two other puppets. Yeah, you never had that many puppets on screen. Yeah. like, And there's a lot going on in that opening scene. And, and they have the, remote control stuff as well with a lot of the vehicles, like the cars mm. and stuff were all remote controlled. And yeah, like I know I've had uh, Labyrinth and they were saying the sets for Labyrinth were like Swiss cheese. Oh yeah, because there was just holes everywhere. There was holes the everywhere and they were really structurally, un- they were really like unsafe to walk on. So there was paths that like David well, Bowie had in, to learn to go this, around. In all just trains. Everything had to be overhead. So yeah. you had like how much space can you, like you'd have to have gantries and stuff mm. for the puppet operators to be on. So at least in that way, it was a lot safer. Because apparently, <laughs> yeah. the, especially the set for like Magic Dance, which it's a big sing-along bit mm. in it, but the- was just, Holes, holes everywhere. everywhere but no this it does I think because they took that attitude of like we want to shoot it like a big budget action film yeah and they got is it uh, the DP Bill Pope had just come off doing the two Matrix sequels and like Spider-Man which is why they have that lovely little Matrix gag in it where they lift the two puppets up and then just spin them yeah and, and then and, drop them back down again um, Samuel L. Jackson says stop trying to hit me and hit me which is one of yeah. Lawrence Fishburne's lines alluding to the whole people kept thinking Samuel L. Jackson, Jackson was, was Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne but yeah that, no those I love those fucking kung fu scenes they're, they're just any time they're running around and their little legs are just <laughs> it's so so fucking funny to watch and it's just because they're puppets and it's hard to make them look convincing so they just don't when she's trying to get Gary to stop talking she puts her finger right up his nose yeah or it's about what you've got in here pointing to his heart and just like really slowly missing or the pool table when Gary's telling them to fuck off or sorry Chris is telling Gary to fuck off he's trying to play pool and it's just real kind of movements I and it's all just because they went with puppets and they just it's so fucking good it lo- it's so funny yeah I would watch a sequel if there was another sequel like, we're never going to get one 
but it did make me long for more non-South Park content. Yeah, the no, two lads. they do. I, they did the Book of Mormon. Yeah, I'd love to see the Book of Mormon. Because, yeah, what they did with more, like when Kyle's supposed to be, no, that's Scientology. <laughs> um, like they do when they poke fun at religions. Oh they, yeah, they do they, it well. They do it so well. Because the Scientology episode was fucking amazing. Oh yeah, but like they so just did. You've got Cannibal the Musical. Yeah, your Orgasmo, Orgasmo and basketball. basketball. Like they, when they do. Now I know basketball was from the Naked Gun writers, but I think the lads were fairly involved in it as well. Well, the fake. It's very scenes. much their. It's very much their style of comedy yeah. anyway. But yeah, when they when they do non South Park stuff, and South Park's great as well. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but I think even they're getting tired of South Park now. Yeah, because so, yeah, there's do only so many times you can. Like, they covered everything, you know. Like, they ripped the piss out of it with The Simpsons did it. Yeah. But and now it's at the stage as well where it's like South Park's done it. Yeah, like, and I'd like to... push it more because it's expected of them. Like, especially the... I think it was season 12, season 13, with, like, woke... Strong woman! Oh, and, yeah. Like, I mean, PC principal. PC principal and, and strong woman and stuff. And I think that was later. That was, like, maybe 18 or 19. But, yeah, it just... It's, it it started to, to fall just, off. Because st- I think they stopped having the silly episodes and the, the fun. Um, and everything had to be a, a poke at something. Because, like, Bebe's boobs destroy the world. It's just <laughs> such a funny, funny episode. No, I mean, some, some of the new episodes have been really good as well. Like, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think... I think I, I, I'm, it's I'm nice to a, go in a different direction. Yeah, I'm at the stage where I'd like to see them do other non-South Park stuff. Just because their other... The non-South Park stuff they've given us is fucking gold. And I'd love to see more of it. You know, especially just especially movies rather than another TV show because they tell very good short comedy movies yeah. so well. Like I love Orgasmo as well. Like ah, uh, DVDA. When you get to my age, <laughs> if you get one of my break in this town, you gotta do DVDA. Basketball, the fake outs in basketball, and poor Squeak. Yeah, no, I, actually, I wonder because basketball is that bit earlier again when we go back to basketball because we're, we're eventually going to do basketball and orgasm and probably all of their non-South yeah. Park films and actually no we'll do bigger longer and cut as well yeah we're gonna I do love that uh, <laughs> make but, a noise like a giant giraffe <laughs> uh, I wonder when we go back to basketball will will it hold up as well I'm pretty sure that's it there should, might be yeah. a few more like it's the 90s so there's probably definitely going to be some more like not cool gay jokes but also real big but, fish yes <laughs> I always like the one thing I loved about basketball was that um the, they had like the San Francisco team being like overtly gay, but the San Francisco team anybody from San Francisco that saw it loved that because they were like, of course we wouldn't be. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's an obvious game. And as like, well, there's uh, I think there because there's the baseball league. Um, oh, there is a gay baseball, baseball league, league there, and there? they will use songs from basketball and stuff like that. Oh, and yeah? they do have like different teams who are modeled. Their uniforms are really similar to how the team's uniforms looked in it. Cool. They've taken they've taken it on board. Like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's, it's, I don't yeah. think. No, I, by no means do I think the two lads are homophobic at all. No. Um, they just and it's, like it's times change. It's as simple as you know what I mean. It used to be cool to use that word as a joke, and now it's not. Yeah, know? like even Eddie um, Murphy apologized. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and rightly so. Like you know what I mean. His his wasn't even so much the use of the word. It was the way he treated gay people as a whole was yeah. not very cool but yeah he's come out and said no look I was wrong and, and that, that shit's not funny and yeah if you watch Delirious that shit's not really funny no. it's just a that's fast forward until I get to him talking about Italian but it's just it's just really obviously a man who is afraid of gay people yeah <laughs> literally no, afraid of them like <laughs> but yeah so no back back to Team America yeah no it, it holds up really well I know it's it's 20 years isn't that old or anything but as we've said yeah comedy and, and what's acceptable changes over time yeah 
And this is so fucking funny. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a little bit of racism in Kim Jong-il's use of R's and L's, but... Yeah, but it's also, like, how... It's the stereotypes. They they basically were like, this is how America uses yeah. everybody, every other country. Like, or it's all these stereotypes. It's like, we're Irish, so we must be drunk. You know, yeah, they, and the, the, the use of the, the gobbledygook language is great as well. And, like, like calling the, it Durka Durkistan. Durka Durka Muhammad Jihad and all yeah. that. Yeah. And that, that poor fella whose surname was Durka when we were in college. Oh, who got tortured. Who, yeah, was, <laughs> when this film came out, now, did not hear the end of it. No, but it is, it's parodies of, like, it's this, like, they, it's taking the piss out of the fact that America tends to stereotype all these places. Like, you get it in movies a lot with the way, you know, Mexico's always kind of yellowy. And yeah, and well, very very much like Blazing Saddles, the real idiots in this movie are, are all the Americans. Americans. Not just Team America, but the actors as well. When they're like, it's okay, we stopped the terrorists and everybody's looking around going, you've destroyed You've done more, more the, damage than they possibly city. could. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it is. Yeah, it's it's that thing from Blazing Saddles. Of, no, the 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 idiots at at root here are the Americans, are yeah. the supposed heroes of the story. And it's like, calm down. It's okay. We're here now, and it's like, no, you've just destroyed everything. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think the movie ever really veers into actual racism, like you know. No, it it's it, it just pokes fun at Americans and their view of the world, mm. and you know we're like they have it in the song, "Freedom Isn't Free." It's a book of five because <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Be. Those songs and and the uh, the Pearl Harbor one. Oh, I just the, really just liked that film. But when when the camera pans in and zooms in and hits the bike, every time he goes off to have a think about things, and it's just a little marionette in front of, like when he's in front of the Lincoln Memorial, and it's just a little marionette. Yeah, it's a, propped the, up against the rope. Those moments where they remind you, yeah, you're watching a puppet, and the scale is there. It's just, it's like I, they have, I always like the real world breaks in Harvey Birdman, where it's the guy in the costume just running around. Around. Yeah, very similar in, in tone to those actually. <laughs> but yeah, when he's on the motorbike and he's off having his like reflective moment, <laughs> he pulls up next to the barrier on the side of the road and he's only the size of it. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, I just uh, the idea to do it was great. Like, yeah, it was um, like let's just make it all with puppet. And I think initially they had wanted to do a puppet version of the day after tomorrow. Yeah, that uh, would have been fun. And release it at the same time, but <laughs> lawyers convinced them not to. No, uh, and so it would have been funny, around. but I don't think it would have been anywhere near as funny as this is. No, and this you could only kind of really have been as ridiculous and over the top with puppets as well to make it just so absolutely caricaturish. Well, I think if it if it wasn't puppets, it would be a kind of more modern, you know, hot shots or yeah. or yeah, it's very much in the vein of hot naked shots, gun so type film. Gun, yeah. um, again, I don't think it would work as well. Hot <laughs> shots just... also has a hilarious sex scene where she does. Yes. She has the diving board over yeah, the bed yeah, and does yeah, the backflip, yeah, yeah. little sizzling belly. Yes. <laughs> Hello, wait, a hot shots. Would a hot shots be worth doing as well? Yeah, because Saddam Hussein is fantastic when he turns into they freeze well, that's him. Just, that's 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 part. I two. have a feeling that yeah, all the best bits I remember are actually from the second one. But but Leslie Phillips, I love him. Not Leslie Phillips. Um, thing he's uh, the dude's dad. I've forgotten his name. Ah, what? Uh, Bridges. Yeah, le- or, uh, John. Mm. Their dad is in that, and he's the colonel who's missing all the body parts, and he keeps being handed things that he thinks are tablets, like the earplugs, and he takes them. Is he not Lloyd Bridges? Lloyd Bridges. Thank uh, you. Is Lloyd Bridges not airplane? 
But he's in Hot Shots as well. He's the insane... I haven't seen Hot Shots in so fucking insane, long, apparently. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't have a kidney anymore. I got it. Like, he's basically that guy in Futurama who's, like, missing all the body parts because he's left them all over oh, the galaxy. Oh, um, Free Waterfall Junior or Senior? Senior. Yeah, he's basically <laughs> that kind of a character. And at one point, he's handed earplugs and he's like, oh, good, my heart medication, and takes them. <laughs> but, yeah, no, the, just the choice to go with puppets for this just yeah. it just adds... And it allowed them to do so many ridiculous things. Like, like Yeah, because, like, that really Hot Shots had done all the kind of stupid, like, parody of these action films of mm. the 80s. So this really poked at America's own view of itself yeah, and in I think the it's real more, world. Of it's, we're going around and we're saving all these countries from all of this. And uh, yeah, it really more was, like, it's the post-9-11, let's mentality, go away yeah. and, like, kill everybody. It's it's more, I would say, it's more a uh, satire of, yeah, America foreign policy and how America views itself than it is than it is a parody of action films. Yeah, no, like it's it not is. it's not a spaceballs. It's not a, a scary movie. It's not specifically taking down action tropes or anything like that. No, but it is but very it does much follow poking them. fun yeah. at like oh, it does poke fun at action films. Yeah, don't get me wrong. But no, it's but not. like the when you've got Gary being taken in by the speech about how everyone they're trying to kill you, Gary at the start when he meets when they're in the limo and oh, yeah, telling yeah. him about how you know they're oh, terrorists. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fighting every day to keep you free like to yeah. take away your freedoms and him being taken in by that mm-hmm. and then being being like oh you can help or there's the door and he's like okay, okay bye, bye. <laughs> I love that chat. and just leaves uh, the, the triumphant speech that the the dick's pussy's asshole speech. I love that speech. It's that speech is brilliant. Yeah, and it again, it's it just, makes sense. Well, yeah, that's why it's so good and so funny is because there is an actual yeah, the first to time be had it's in told there. in the bar. Yeah, it's like oh, it's just the ramblings of an old drunk man. But no, it's sage advice, <laughs> just just delivered rather disgustingly. And yeah, it, the the fact that it, it turns everybody at the end, that's yeah. what wins people, again, is another one of, it's it's that kind of trope of, of like, the, the action hero's journey of, oh, this thing that I learned I can now use at the, yeah, the, the, big the pinnacle moment. Speech. Yeah, I do. I, I love this film. I really, really love this no, film. When and they, my when they disguise diminished. him as the Middle Eastern Oh, when they valmorphanize they him. They valmorphanize him. <laughs> to make sure that the surgery was a complete success. What's the secret signal? Oh, the Team America secret signal. <laughs> it ha- also signal. has been used in a work environment. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Signals, <laughs> secret signal. I don't even... Sometimes I don't even tell people. I just make that motion at them. <laughs> <laughs> they will come over to see if you're... Well, yeah, there. if they've seen the film. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, they've seen the film and get it and be like, the Team America signal? Yeah. Or what the fuck is wrong with you? Good. I need your help. Yep. The super secret alpha position one. Oh, yeah, where they're just standing <laughs> just around. Just standing there talking to each other. I like that they walk in, they're like, they land and it's all pretentious and shit. And they all get out at the same time. Yeah. And then send him off in full view of the guards. Yep. Yeah. And fucking uh, Spotswood being like, go in quick and quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Microphones and announcing to people. Oh, no, it's funny. Is Sarah looking for Gary. He's like, I oh, sense yeah. he's still in the tavern. <laughs> Gary? Gary? Blowing the shit out of everybody. Gary? Gary? <laughs> No, he's not there. And I love but that even the fact that they get they come out of the the terrorists come out of the tavern, yeah. like burst through the doors and drive off and don't cause any damage. And then the process of them opening the helicopter to drive the jeep out, blow the shit out of a load of stuff and like wreck a load of things. Oh yeah, and it's it's that metalocalypse death clock level of excessive. Just yeah, everything is well is, over the top. Yeah. And, completely unnecessary it was like I can get him in France where he's got the rocket launcher yeah and Whoops, misses missed. 
takes out the Eiffel Tower. And that's the same with Chris when they're chasing the terrorists. He's like, oh, he fires the rocket at them and misses and takes out the pyramid. Yeah. And then fires another rocket and misses and takes out the temples. <laughs> and then deploys the ramp and ramps the jeep. Into the Sphinx. Into the Sphinx. <laughs> yeah. Not today. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. Gary uses, or sorry, Chris uses the term, well, he uses that F slur like yeah. two or three times, but puts the word cock before it for some reason. <laughs> yeah. That there's a lot of uh, people getting accused of butt fucking in it, but um, it's just it's two thousand and four. Well, it's even in the song "America Fuck Yeah." I love that song. I love that song so much. It's just when it gets to the list of everything that's you know the Gap, fuck yeah, Walmart, fuck yeah, slavery, slavery fuck yeah, and then it's like later on it's like Bed Bath and Beyond. Ah yeah. <laughs> oh, no, and the AIDS song. Now I have a special relationship with the AIDS song. <laughs> You had the eight song as your ringtone and then I met you. I had the eight song as my ringtone for so long and it was so hard to get. I was in work one day, way back when phones didn't have Bluetooth, they had infrared. Yeah, and um, you had to like point them at each I other had, in a very special manner. I had a, manner. a very, very shitty phone and every time you tried to send something via infrared, it would freeze up. Sometimes it would work, 90% of the time it would freeze up. And I spent like about an hour, an hour and a half just repeatedly trying to send the eight song from my friend's phone to my phone. Over and over again, freeze up, break, try again, freeze up, break, try again. And eventually, eventually it sent. And I was so happy, I stood up and loudly proclaimed to a shop full of people, yes, I have AIDS. <laughs> not even the worst story related to that song. No, or that shop. Oh God, no, not, not, not even close <laughs> Considering that was to that basically shop. clerks. Oh yeah, that was my own personal clerks was working in that shop. No, no, the worst bit of that was when I had that song as my ringtone and we were getting it on and somebody rang and yeah. it played and it was like, oh well, that's a mood killer. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I do. I love the songs in this. Even even after the traumatizing me like that, I love the songs in this film. Just yeah, they're so random and I don't care where you kiss me as long as you're a woman. No, only only a woman gets to touch me there. Yeah. All I ask is that you you're, you're a woman. woman. Yeah. <laughs> like every, every song has at least one like that's, brilliant that's line. That's the in bar. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> it's like the the now you're a man song. A man, 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 man. Yeah, that's from. Is that Orgasmo? Is that at the end of yeah. Orgasmo? Yeah. The, the, no, the two lads are going out writing stupid songs like. Yeah, but they do it so well because you'll be singing along with it and it all makes sense, and then they'll throw a line in there. That just makes you go, what? Hang on. Who? Uh, yeah, who? What? Hang on. <laughs> Did he just say that? I think it's the Pearl Harbor one that really yeah. you. Because you're just hang on, what now? Why do you hate it? It's like, you need... I miss oh, it. I understand why you hate it. Yeah, but it's like just, Ben you're not Affleck expecting, needed those acting classes. You're just not expecting a song about missing somebody to be about how bad Pearl Harbor it's is. Nice. They wrote a whole one about what Brian Boitano would do. Like I say, they write hilarious and stupid it's songs. It's just like, I'm going to write a song about this. I'll, and they also do hate Ben Affleck, so it's yeah. funny. <laughs> but before we get on to, like, favourite things, is there anything that we don't like? Um, Not really. Like, some bits of it, when you've seen it a couple of times, there's some bits of it that are a bit boring. Like, the, all the dramatic moments of them declaring their feelings to each other. But I just don't like that. I was like, um, ugh, can move on. The now is not the time. <laughs> Back yeah, to, but they're always silly, at, like ridiculous. Yeah, they're always stuff. at inopportune yeah. moments. But uh, I suppose like that's the, the whole point of them. Mm, and um, to properly parody the, the, the those yeah. action tropes and those characters, you need to kind of have those moments in there. But yeah, because they I get even you. got it down to like when they take Lisa to go when he's like, "You're coming with me, Kim Young Il is." Yeah, they've even gotten it down to like they've changed her costume and put her in like Oriental dress. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, who took the time to do that? I know. 
no I don't there's not much I don't like obviously there's the, as we said the whole film actors guild thing and at the time because when this came out was January 2005 and I went to see it in the cinema and the only scene that didn't really land well and it wasn't even that it didn't really land well it was just badly timed was because two weeks previous had been the tsunami in the Indian Ocean. Yeah. So was, when the Panama Canal bursts yeah, and drowns all those people. Now, it's not supposed to be, it's not supposed to be a joke. If you No, get, like, I think it's, it's supposed to be like the news footage and it was quite yeah, serious. It's supposed to be kind of serious. It's supposed to be this moment of death. It's not really a gag and it's not even one of those moments of like, ha puppets. No. Um, so when I watched it in the, film, the cinema, I immediately thought of the tsunami, but was like, this but is kind of tastefully of done. Kind of, a lot of like the war old war films would have had scenes like that as well with roles. oh yeah and it's not like the, the film had been made like, always done in a very somber respectful fashion which but it was did. released the film was, was already out before the tsunami happened it was just that in Ireland it didn't come out until yeah. January of that year but that's and again that's not even something that I don't like it's just whenever I watch that Panama scene I always think the of the that, tsunami yeah. because it had just happened when I first saw it other than that yeah just the, the film actors guild thing doesn't land really anymore and, and everything else is I love it. So good. So on to, to favourite things. I love Kim Jong-il. I oh, mean, God, what's yeah. not to love about him? He's a fantastic villain. He's hilarious. His palace is ridiculous. Like there's grenades hanging from the chandeliers. This big statue is actually just a dude. Uh, yeah, it's just a dude makeup. <laughs> he just had to stand there because he blinks and he does move ever so slightly. Yeah. I just love how over the top he is. Oh uh, yeah, no, everything to do with him. And so, so Stands much. a little to the left. Of course he's got a secret evil trap door into yeah. his shark tank. Uh, he's got all, like he's got a shark tank, he's got panthers. Oh yeah, he's very, he's like, he's very much played as the Bond villain type. Yeah, like, like he's well. got his big silver plated desert eagle gangster <laughs> handgun. Yeah, well that, 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 that you have those different elements. Yeah, he's Bondy, he's also kind of gangster yeah. in that sense and he's just... And all the pictures pictures of him around the place just the all the set stuff like you've got him the picture of him like fishing yeah and like meeting different people and they're all like actual pictures that like have been released mm. that they just took because there's so much stuff and like his face is on everything it's just the, the whole ego yeah he, he's oh, and he's this tiny little man so so much of the comedy that comes from him in the film is fucking brilliant and his constant like when alec baldwin is like i'd like you to meet our new sponsor or our new partner and he just sticks his face right into the camera. Hero! And it's, oh, it's so good. Uh, when he's doing the voice, or not the voiceover, but like the MCing at the start of oh, his... Oh, if you'll turn your... To yeah, the attention left. to the box to the left, you'll see our <laughs> illustrious and, and multi-talented leader, Kim uh, Jong-il. Hello. And then pretending like it's not him and yeah. they say, hello, everybody. Oh, uh, no, he's just fucking great. He's such a parody of a human. Okay, yeah, I think he's, yeah, definitely but one of the high points. But he's not over the top. Well, he is, but he's as much as is called for in yeah, the film. Yeah, like, like, it's not too excessive. And then at the end, it's just hilarious. The whole roach thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was just one last That was like, sorry, what sake of it. Like, yeah. Who? Also, the fact that they had the German delegate in the big fucking Kaiser helmet that was, like, two oh, well, foot tall. everybody in that, like... That uh, Kaiser helmet cracked me up. Oh, like, yeah, no, but everybody, all, all the, like, various nations that are there. In all their the traditional. They're all there in, like, very over-the-top traditional, like, and often, yeah, like, very old traditional gear. But that, that but Kaiser the helmet. helmet. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think for me, I love 
the the kung as I said the kung fu things and just so much <laughs> so much of the comedy to the visual comedy to do with the puppets cracks me and the puppets just not time. being able to do stuff just yeah not walking around and, oh and the pool Lisa table dancing or Sarah dancing the, yeah Sarah and, and Joe dancing it's just just I the love kind all of, of awkward like, shimmying I think Joe's dancing is better because it really is awkward white guy at a wedding. <laughs> Or even when they do the close-ups and it's the whole thing of the human hands. Oh, yeah, in the gloves. Yeah, or yeah. flicking the cigarette and stuff. Like, it's just... Yeah, the, the visual comedy I really love. But I think this time for me, I I, I did actually... I really enjoyed the sets and, and just the effort that they went to in creating them because it couldn't have been easy. No, and they're really big. They're quite expensive. And they were... Like, because the whole desert chase is all sets. None of that's green screens. Like... No, I don't. Uh, uh, that was all like this, They don't even do stuff. wire removal. Like no, <laughs> I think why would you very have little, to? There's very little, if any, CG in this. I think it's just digital compository with like the explosions and stuff because they have. Oh, to there's one, one bit that I different. did notice that was absolutely visual effects, and it's the cat jumping through the window. Oh yeah, but that the, was, that's just yeah. They, they, they jumped through an open hole and they've superimposed the the, the smash window bit over it. But, but who cares? Cause because it rips his head off immediately. <laughs> Oh, the Panthers, like, yes, the Panthers are... Especially before that, especially the, when he's like, you don't have psychic powers. The Panthers are another highlight, absolutely. But just the fact that he says so matter-of-factly... Yeah, you don't, you don't have psychic powers. You don't have mental powers. <laughs> just just stop. Admit it to yourself. We, we've allowed this to go on for too and long. It, it has that typical Trey Parker, Matt Stone thing of so many of the... And like Orgasmo and Basketball Habit too. Just the del- delivery of certain lines are just fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's not even the line itself that's funny. It's, it's the, the delivery it of it. Like... Particularly your one giving out to him when he's vomiting in the alleyway. <laughs> Gave up on life, didn't you? Yeah, I just it's it's one of those comedies that I think I will always be happy to go back to. But yeah, no, I do. I, I was not pleasantly surprised. I think there was a little bit of worry that it might not have held up, but it holds up really, really well. It's still just as funny for me as it always was. Mm. The the puppets are great, the written comedy is great, the the parody and the satire aspects of it still great. Just highly recommend it. Yeah, no, it is well worth watch. I think that about wraps it up for Team America World Police. Yep. Gonna go bomb the shit out of something else. (laughs) We will be back next week with, I don't know what, undecided. At least not, we're out of 1997 now with this film. Yay. (laughs) We were stuck stuck there for a little while for some reason. Yeah, but Um, we went from one satire. One fascist satire to another fascist satire. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we will be back next week with our usual undecided film. Thanks as ever for joining us, guys. But in the meantime, if you want, you can head back and listen to some of our previous episodes or our other podcast, Mono Rants the Boys. Or we were very recently just over on the excellent podcast, Hallmark of Greatness, talking the very not excellent film. What was it called? Tales of an Ancient Empire. It was garbage, but we had so much fun with the Hallmark of Greatness lads. Go and check that out too. If you want to come and chat with us, though, you can talk to us on Twitter at Rants Mono, on Instagram at Mono Rants underscore the underscore boys. Or you could send your own rants to monorantspodcast at gmail.com. And we'll chat soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.